Hey listeners, my name is Elisha, the founder of the Witnesses Podcast. It's so beautiful to have you listening to our podcast. And I want you to know something that that means a whole lot to me. Thank you for tuning in. And one thing I love to tell all of our listeners is, it's not just about you listening, but listening to understand. Understanding is the most important thing. So important. So, you have to listen, learn, and practice. Thank you so very much and happy listening. Hi, Angela. It's so nice to have you on the show. How are you doing today? I'm doing very well. Thank you for having me today. Yeah, that's so good. You know, oh. Hello? So sorry about that. Riverside is having bug issues. Okay. So which is yeah, which is to um invite amazing guests, amazing guests like Angela to come talk to us about their triumphant stories. Because we believe that in our audience there might be someone who is talked up in a situation that Angela came out of triumphantly. So by that person listening to you speak, he or she might actually pick an information that will lead to their transformation. So within the next few minutes, Angela, let us get started with your story, the challenges that you face, and how you overcame them. And afterwards, I've got some beautiful questions for you. Okay. All righty. So <laughs> over to you. Over to you. Let's get started. Okay. So, yeah, my story. Um, I grew up actually in Europe, in Germany, and um, I had a very protected childhood and um, grew up in a very small town. So I was not exposed to a lot of things, to be honest with you. And um, what happened was I was always athletic, always um, into sports. And um, yeah, I got to college and it all changed. The, the activity went down and the pressure went up and um, it was just this um, transformation of being uh, into like a different community, um, having the pressure of how you look, how you behave, how you, um, I was not exposed to that. And I didn't even know how to say like a uh, competition or jealousy or any of it. So anyway, in that time during college, I just gained a lot of weight um, I didn't feel pretty. I didn't feel successful. I didn't feel um, a person who can accomplish anything. Um, it actually got really messy where I felt overwhelmed. Um, I dealt with depression and all that, like, coming at me stuff. And um, I went to the gym and I thought, like, just by doing a little bit of working out and doing um, a diet will solve the problem. And um, unfortunately, I didn't have a good support system at the time. Uh, I was in a very toxic relationship, um, very controlled, um, very, uh, it was like mentally abusive. And I, I didn't know any better. And I just wanted to, 
to be accepted, to be loved, to um, yeah, to be liked. Uh, if it comes, if it came to friends or if it came to to my relationship, and I felt very very lonely at that time, and I didn't feel um, any okay control in my life as well. And what happened was I just started over exercising, going crazy at the gym because that's what I had under control. And then of course the food, same thing. And I started getting into really unhealthy eating habits. And you do what you hear, you know, like I don't know, every diet on this planet, what was out there at the time, all did. Like, oh my goodness. Um, the no fat diet, the no carb diet, the Atkins diet. But it went on and on and on, and I really harmed my body more than actually becoming healthy. And um, I felt kind of lost in that time, and it went on for a very long time. Uh, I have a finance degree, and I was actually in banking. So the funny thing, outside, I had like this, oh, perfect relationship. I had a career. I was very successful at my job now. Um, but having this internal struggle with my weight, with my look, with, and that the whole part of it was actually um, loving myself and uh, having the acceptance that I'm okay who I was. And I didn't know that at the time. And um, it got to the point where, of course, it just escalated. I got really good at sport as well. I educated a lot myself. I learned a lot about nutrition and it was quite a journey, but I still in my twenties, I mean, I would actually say like the voices in my head and the conversations I had with myself were not nice or pretty. And it was very harsh and was a dark place in my life. And like I said, I felt really, really lonely. Um, outside I had a career I had a relationship it was all like this perfect um, kind of like life on the outside until um, I had a, a complete uh, breakdown and uh, of course the relationship uh, didn't go well we broke up and actually my dad I remember my dad was always my biggest supporter and um, he was always um, the one who had hope and faith and gave me all the values. Um, he was just a, a great, great man. And um, he was just the one who said, hey, you know what? Take a break. Um, just get back to yourself. Heal and, and find what you really like and get back healthy again. Because after my breakup, I ended up in the hospital with um, major health issues. I was... Um, of course, way too skinny. Um, I was 109 pounds and there was nothing left of me. This is when I hit rock bottom. And like I said, it's so interesting because from the outside, everything looked so pretty. Inside, I was crumbling. And um, I decided I do what I always wanted to do. And I go to America and learn English. So I wanted to just take a break. I actually um, quit my job, which was huge because I was in management at the time. Um, packed my stuff and I went to a university to learn English. 
and what happened there was um, I, I found myself, I found a great community. Um, it was just a very, very peaceful environment. Uh, the professors were amazing. And um, actually, they were the ones, it's a funny, um, who brought me to church and, and got me back on the feet and just uh, helped me to find a safe space. And um, what happened then was that I wanted to stay. I wanted to stay in the safe haven I found. And um, yeah, I... Uh, tried to get an internship at a bank, no matter what. I wanted to stay in the United States. Like I said, I found peace and I recovered. And um, like I said, we are talking about a major food, um, like, yeah, how can I say it? Like sugar addiction, food, yeah. eating disorder, major health problems, depression. I mean, my 20s weren't pretty. And when I got to the States, it wasn't my, like when I was, I just turned 30. Um, I learned English and I found a little bit of recovery and peace. And um, it was just uh, a much, much uh, healthier environment. And that was the first time people actually accepted me. And um, I, I flourished there. I got really good and I enjoyed learning the language. But then... Um, I got an internship at a bank. I was all excited working and it came to the point where, yeah, where do I go from there? And um, the, what happened was my immigration lawyer um, told me, okay, um, in order to stay, you, you can't get a, a work visa or anything. Um, are you still there? Hello? Okay, are you online? Okay. Are you online? Yeah. Okay. So, um, uh, sorry, it, I did, it just went away. <laughs> um, so yeah, then it came to the point, okay, you're in the bank, you're doing an internship, but you can't stay because, um, as a banker, you don't get a green card, you get, a, you don't get a work visa. You have to get, go back to Germany. And I, I'm like, oh my gosh, um, I really don't want to go. How, can I stay? And uh, my immigration lawyer actually said, well, if you have special skills, you can stay in the United States. And I said, well, the only special skill I have is I'm really good at lifting weights and um, yeah, doing bodybuilding. And uh, <laughs> she said to me, okay, if you win a world champion title for the United States, you get a green card. And I'm like, well, that's a stretch. Okay. That is a stretch. So what I did, I said, I can only give it a try. I, um, and this is something too, if you really want something and if everything is aligned and you focus on your goal 
and you do the right things. And I, that's what I did. Like I started um, straightening out my diet, started to work out really, really hard. And it was um, almost like a tunnel vision. I had nothing else on my mind than doing this. Um, I, I started journaling. I had my gratitude book. I had my food journal. I had my workout book and I had my prayer book. That's the only stuff I did. And I worked out and I, I did my diet. And I prepped for uh, the Miss Florida show. That was my first bodybuilding show. And um, I actually won Miss Florida. Got qualified for Team USA. I uh, competed in Los Angeles at uh, the Miss USA show. And I won Miss USA. So then, I mean, this is all like a dream. And I was like, this is, like I said, if everything goes well. And um, I went through so many obstacles and dark times, but this was all a preparation for this. This was all prepping me for being that strong in that moment, because otherwise I could have not done it. Um, Yeah, so I prepped for the Miss Universe show. And at the Miss Universe show, the only dream I had was actually going in and making it to the finals. Because in the finals, you can actually like do your presentation, your posing routine, um, what you prep for, what you practice for. That's the moment where the um, audience enjoys like your presentation and all that. That's the fun part. I just, that was a dream of mine, at least getting to the finals. And um, again, that day was just phenomenal. It was just such, such a great day. I felt good. Um, I did my pre-judging in the morning. I had my black bikini where you get compared with all the other competitors. And trust me, Miss Universe was a big show. I mean, that was a huge show going on. And um, I was just very proud being able to represent the United States um, that day. And uh, what happened was I made it to the finals. Uh, I was able to do my posing routine. Uh, I had an American flag bikini. And um, I was posing to the song by Michael W. Smith. Here she stands. It's about the American flag. Yep. Very famous song. And... um, Yeah, I did that, and when they announced fifth, fourth, and third place, I was like, oh my gosh, I'm still standing on that stage, and I have not called, like, my my number has not been called. So when they announced the second place winner, you can actually see in the video how I checked my number, and oh my gosh, I won Miss Universe. So I believe it, yes. That's how I got my green card. I won Miss Universe. Um, I remember, this is also, it sounds maybe funny, but all I wanted was to take a shower, to have a nice meal. And then I was in Los Angeles and I had the opportunity to actually go afterwards, that was on Sunday, to Saddleback Church in California, which is like a phenomenal place. Pastor Rick Warren, where I'm a huge fan of, uh, was preaching at the time. And I just wanted to say thank you. Mm. I wanted to be grateful and give gratitude and thank God 
that um, I made it. Yeah, um, you did. I had so much uh, power, yes, and strength. And this was uh, just the such a peaceful place again, mm. uh, where I felt the community, and they all celebrated with me, and we had a wonderful time. And I made such great connections there. Um, actually, I met Dr. Amen there um, by accident, who is like the number one brain specialist in the United States. He knows everything about brain health, and he was able to actually meet him in person that day. It was just so, it's so interesting if you do the right things and if you um, put yourself out there and trust and have faith, um, miracles happen. Like this was for me a miracle. And um, I was so blessed. And I'm so grateful for that to happen to me. And um, I worked hard for it. I did it every day, but I had the drive to do it and the strength to do it. And um, afterwards I changed to being a personal trainer and a health coach. And um, what I'm doing now is just helping others to overcome their eating disorders, their sugar addictions. And like I said, it is painful. Uh, if you wake up in the middle of the night and all you want to do is like have a donut or um, something sweet in your mouth just to feel better, to, to fill yourself up with, um, it is a void that you have. And it's just uh, emotional where you just use the food as a substitute. And I went through a painful time and I went through the ringer and I know there's so many out there who, who are actually scared to talk about it or admit it. They don't even want to admit it. And um, yeah, I'm just there for those people. I have a great community where we exchange views, where we help each other and where we get together and we are our biggest supporters and there is no judgment. And, um, yeah, like I said, we all want to be healthy and thrive in our lives. Yep. Here you go. <laughs> wow, you've got a very, very inspiring story, Angela. I tell you, your story is such an inspiring one. Okay, so you've literally answered most of the questions that I plan to ask you. So I have just two questions to ask you. <laughs> so the very yeah. first one is, yeah, why does women, women need to build muscles? Like, why does women need to build muscles? That's the first one. Okay. Oh, this is a very good question. I love mm -hmm. this question. Thank you for asking right. that. Um, right. yeah. <laughs> I think in society, there is um, a wrong take on. We are too much focused on losing body fat and um, not uh, building muscle. Muscle is the organ of longevity. Okay. Yeah. So, uh, did you hear that? Please say that again. Yeah. Can you say okay. that? Okay. Okay. 
So we have in society the wrong take on. Um, we are so focused on the body fat and women need to look actually on their muscle, on the quality of their muscle. Muscle mm. is the organ of longevity. The muscle communicates with everything in your body. Um, men have just in general more muscle than women. So women need to really make sure to build a good quality because if you have good quality of muscle, you have better bones. The bones adapt, so no osteoporosis. If you have better muscle, it communicates with your digestion. You have just a better metabolism. And women struggle so much with like uh, insulin resistancy and uh, metabolic syndrome. And I mean, you hear them say, oh my God, I just look at food and I gain weight. Yeah, because your muscle quality is not there. The better your muscle quality is, the better your brain function is, the better you have, um, you control your hormones. Hormone regulating is so much better um, for your mood, for your focus, like I said, brain function, um, for your nervous system. So the muscle is where it's at. And it's not difficult to have good muscle quality, but that's where it starts. And we never address the muscle. We always address everything else. Why is my thyroid not working? Why do I have headaches? Why am I depressed? Why um, do I gain body fat? We are looking at it from the wrong side. You have to look at the muscle. The older we get, the more muscle we lose. And what happens to the quality of the, mus the muscle goes away. It's like, I mean, this is a, a odd comparison, but just think about a fillet steak. That's how you want your muscle to be. Not marbled, no fat in it, just a good quality piece of fillet steak. So that's the muscle quality, yes. So that's mm. what you want. And the mm. older we get, and we yeah. are not active enough and not forcing the muscle to be healthy, bigger the trouble is or the more mm -hmm. trouble you get into a lot of health mm -hmm. issues yeah mm -hmm. i got that i got that wow i'm learning some beautiful things here Hold on, here we are. It's all good. Okay, so the very last question. It says, how did um, bodybuilding help shift your perspective? You got it? How did bodybuilding do what? Help shift your perspective. Oh, yeah. Okay. Um, all right. What bodybuilding does, and I'm talking about strength training, like yeah. lifting yeah. heavy weights. Yeah. Um, if you do this on a regular base, consistently, consistency is key. So if you do this on a regular base, you own, not only, um, build your muscle, you also build your willpower. Hmm. You also build your strength to stay on course. You have it, willpower is a muscle uh, as the, the physical muscle in your body. And you can only train that 
if you try every day to go to your limit and lift heavy, mm. um, it is a push. You try every day to do your best. And if you do this every day and knowing you put the best you can that day into your workout, you have such a good, strong start for the day. I train in the morning. If you do it at night, same thing. You have an accomplishment where you say, wow, I did it. And this helps you so much to create a strong willpower in other aspects in your life. You are not a quitter. You get so strong in everything else. And um, this, is, this is another thing. You have to be consistent. You have to train every day. Now, do you have to give every day 100%? Do you have to do every day a high-intensity workout? No, you don't. I want you to show up 51%, meaning you showed up. You did your best you can that day. Not every day is the same. Yeah, you can't yeah. always go yeah. crazy and yeah. want this record-breaking workout. And that's not what I'm talking about. Yeah. I'm talking about showing up and doing something. What I do is um, I write in the morning down three things I want to do that day. And there is my workout, for example, on the list. And what I do at night, um, and this is not a big project. When I lay in bed, I go through the three things that I do them. And then I celebrate myself that I did them. Yeah. And this is another thing how you create strength how you create power in yourself. And that's what I practice every day. And I never stop practicing it. Yeah, Amazing. I never, <laughs> yeah, and I never stop practicing it. I keep doing it and doing it and doing it. Yeah. Mm, beautiful. There are not a lot of things. Yeah, thank you. Can take me off course. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. You know, our conversation is so um educative. Why? Because Sorry. <laughs> oh, you know, you, yeah, your words are so filled with amazing insight. And I tell you, that has made this conversation so educative. Wow. It's such a great privilege to come across Thank you, Angela. You. Okay, so to round up with, let's say there is a piece of advice that you would like to give the audience. What would that be? And let's say there is someone who would like to reach out to you, learn more about what you do. How can that be possible? Okay, um, yeah, what I would say is um, don't wait, just get started. It doesn't have to be perfect, don't wait for perfect condition, don't uh, look why you cannot, just get started with um, a healthy path no matter where you're at. And little steps go a long way. And step by step, you reach your goals and you get to a healthy place, wherever that be. And um, 
Yeah, you can find me as Health Coach Angela on Instagram. Uh, or I have, like I said, a Facebook group. It's called Shape Up Group, uh, where you have all the support. I'm always there um, to help. And we have a wonderful, like, Shape Up family. And like I said, no judgment. And yeah, you have my biggest, I'm your biggest supporter. I'm always there for anybody who's looking for help. And uh, yeah, you can find me as Angela Bayer on Facebook and um, Health Coach Angela on Instagram. And I would love to connect. Yes. Amazing. Beautiful. Yeah. the show thank you for your time angela it really means a whole lot thank you so very much oh thank you you were wonderful thank you so much thank you for tuning in to this incredible episode your support means the world to us and we truly value you we look forward to having you join us for the next episode if you enjoyed what you heard please consider rating and reviewing us on apple podcasts your feedback is greatly appreciated